Hi, everyone. Welcome to Refine and Grow with Justin and Lindsay. My name is Lindsay Allen. And my name is Justin Ewan. And this is your podcast for proven strategies on navigating and managing work life. Today's guest is Danielle Sachs. As a psychotherapist, Danielle was intrigued by stress and its debilitating effect on our body. In 2003, she conquered a serious stress-related illness herself, which helped her fully understand the mind-body connection. Danielle is an international speaker, author, and life strategist, and her mission is to encourage and empower people to be their truthful, powerful selves without sacrifice or suffering. Over the last decade, Danielle has become a global expert in living authentic success and is the host of the popular From Stress to Authentic Success podcast on UK Health Radio. Danielle provides listeners with clear content and tools through interviews, stories, and expert advice on dealing with stress and creating an abundant life. She believes that being true to yourself is the cornerstone of your mental, emotional, physical, spiritual, and financial well-being. Danielle, welcome. I am so excited. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Lindsay. I'm excited to have you here, too. I want to start off by asking, tell us a little bit about your radio show, From Stress to Authentic Success. How did that come to be? Well, I will be honest with you. The founder of UK Health Radio, an amazing man, and if you want to go and have his story, you can go to the UKHealthRadio.com website to hear his story. But we met, oh, I think it was in 2016, 17, and he has been asking me, and it was an honor to be on his platform because he had no presenters on UK Health Radio around stress. And meeting me, he said, mm. oh, I want you, I want you to do a show on stress. But in that time, you know, there was too little time. I was so focused on helping people one-on-one -on -one and my clients. And so in 21, when there was COVID and everybody was more on social media, on platforms like UK Health Radio, all that, he asked me again and he said, Daniel, this is the moment. Either you're going to do it or you don't. And I just <laughs> had like shivers all over me. And I said, this is the right time. This is what I'm going to do. And I could choose the name of the show. I'm a physiotherapist in my first life, and I have been working with stress for so long. I know stress from the inside out, and I've experienced it myself, and we'll talk about that later. But I wanted the stress in the word stress in the show. And I just believe that it is so beautiful how my clients and myself, the experience of going from stress to actually shifting out of there and going to actually into authentic success. That's what I've been doing these last decades with my people. And so I thought, isn't that a beautiful sound from stress to authentic success? It's actually even matching mm -hmm. in the letters and, you know, it rhymes. Is that how you say it in English? It rhymes. That has been now for two and a half years from April, I think, 21. And we are having about more than 25,000 listeners a week, which is for me, the proof that this content is so necessary. You know, it stress is still the big killer in our society in every way. And so that's how it came about to answer your question. Yeah. Tell me about that name from stress to authentic success. What was the journey that helped you understand stress and the importance of managing that in a healthy way? Ooh, that's a beautiful question because that's my life. <laughs> 
it Perfect, illustrates yeah. my life. And maybe a lot of you out there who is recognizing this stress is just, you know, it's there. It's, it's Let's be realistic. It's always there. But my biggest stresses have been being a very sensitive person. I had my little brother dying of cotet when I was five and a half years old. So that's talking about a trauma with a big T. I mean, I'm 62 now. It's fine. But I mean, we are talking about 57 years ago. There was no guidance. There was no mourning. It was a big stress to me that I incorporated ingrained in my own body. And from that event, I decided subconsciously to be the good girl, always try to do good for others, not to cause pain. I decided I'm going to be the good girl for everybody around me. And I've done that my whole Mm. life, actually, up until today. But before I did it while sacrificing my own well-being, I didn't realize that my fear of not being good enough towards others was so devastating to my own being. And so becoming a physiotherapist helped people, being even in the energy of negativity and drama and illnesses, I learned as a physiotherapist that if you would come to me with a migraine and I'm treating you manually with whatever tools I have, the migraine will get better. But I saw that people would come back after three months, four months, six months with that same problem. You see, stress has an underlying cause. It's an emotional thing. It's a physical thing, of course, but you have the mind-body connection. And we all know about the mind-body connection by now, I believe. So that for me was my first encounter with stress was in my job as a physiotherapist. I really felt that I loved my job, but sometimes I had to think I can't really get to the root cause. I can only help them with massage, with manual therapy, with osteopathy. And so it's only when I became ill myself At 38 years old, after years of stress, I lived in South Africa where there was a lot of violence. I was very, very alert. My whole stress response system was activated the whole time because I saw danger. I had three beautiful young children and I saw a lot of danger. There was AIDS. There was, you know, it was a period where there was post-apartheid. The stress really made me sick. So looking at it afterwards, that's what I needed to understand stress fully, because that was my journey. Doctor said to me, Lindsay, which is really sad to hear, the diagnosis that some doctors give you is, Danielle, you're probably never going to be able to walk a flight of stairs again. You're going to end up in a wheelchair and you're never going to work again. And I was a young mother of three beautiful children, a beautiful marriage. And I said to myself, I'm not going to take in that truth. There must be a way out. And so I get goosebumps when I think about it because that's been my journey. How can I turn this around? And that's when you need to understand what stress does to you. You need to understand really the mental health, the emotional health. I call it a holistic self-care system. It's a conscious self-care system. It's not just drinking Uh water and sleeping well and, you know, eating well or doing yoga. It's a whole combination of emotional, mental, physical, financial, spiritual health. And so to me, if you ask me why from stress to authentic success, it's the journey that I did myself. And people sometimes ask me, yeah, but why the authentic success? I know that success is different for everyone. If I ask you out there, what is success to you? It will be different than your definition of success, Lindsay, and different from mine. But what I mean is that 
we are so ingrained and programmed to go for the outside success, to have the house, to have the cars. I know it's changing. There's more and more awareness, but I still see in my practice every single day the illnesses that come from people who are living in their head, who are not connected or not being exactly who they are meant to be. We sacrifice ourselves even to save the world or to have the big business or to continue the business that my father started or to be the lawyer that my mother really wanted me to be. So it's often about, and I see a lot of people in their 40s, even in 30s, 40s, who go through that, who get sick. And that's not for nothing. It's like me. I got sick to review my whole life and to determine for myself, who are you and who do you want to be? in your second life so that you're not sacrificing yourself so that you are feeling fulfilled and i always say true success true wealth is an inside job and that's what i mean with authentic success because if you are authentic with yourself you use your intuition your alignment you use every single talent that you have been given as a gift and not as a sacrifice it becomes a totally different ball game and as I said this morning, I was talking to this beautiful businessman who is giving a job to hundreds of people, but he is the one who doesn't sleep at night, who is wow. woken up early in the morning because he's thinking of this and he's doing that. And it's not just about the big businessmen. It's about the startups. It's I work mostly with entrepreneurs and independent people, wow. but I also have teachers or people who work in businesses. It's just about being true to yourself. The number one regret, Lindsay, and that's the book, I can't remember her name, but it's a nurse who did a research on the five biggest regrets we have when we are dying on our deathbed. And the number one is, I wish I had the courage to live a life more true to myself. So that's what I mean, because then the success follows the more you are true to yourself and go with what you are here to do, it's your birthright to be who you want to be. And so that's when the other wealth outside success that we talk about follows naturally, but it's the inside success, the fulfillment, the feeling that your life is yours. How many people are feeling that their life is, and that's what I want to do with the show. That's why the title is very, there's so many topics I can talk about between stress and authentic success. There's so many topics that go in there. You can discuss any topic and it is so beautiful. The content that people need to realize what stress is, what it can do, and that there's another way. You don't have to sacrifice yourself. You don't have to live in your head. You don't have to block out your feelings and needs. You can become who you are, you know? And many of us have forgotten that because we've been ingrained in our education. Look at the system of education, how it works in schools. You can't be yourself. You have to do this and you should do that. And they mark you with a red pen what you're doing wrong with the green pen, what you're doing right. But I can talk about this for ages. I hope this answers your question a little bit. No, well, I'm laughing because my daughter is in kindergarten this year and getting the exposure to we're supposed to act a certain way. You know, I have seen, heard, and experienced some kind of shift that happens in your late 30s, early 40s, where you either build this awareness, what is my purpose, who am I really, or you ignore it and keep going and been described to me as kind of two different paths. 
and you have to choose. I just want to say that it's so beautiful. I see people often saying to me, I want to find my purpose. I want to know why I'm here. But I always found the interesting thing is if you want to shift from stress to authentic success, let's say you're in the vicious cycle, which is minus five, and you want to go to plus five, you have to go through the minus three, the minus one, the zero, the plus one. Otherwise, you can't find your purpose. You need first to stop the monsters in your head, the conditioning. We need to unlearn so much. Instead of looking for the purpose, you can't look for your purpose. I have so many layers. Can you see that are covering uh -huh. that diamond? I found that always an interesting that people most of the time know what they don't want. They often don't know what they really want, but before they can know what they really want, and that's where the seven-step system comes in, there's a lot of things to do before you know who you are. We have to clear cluttering your cupboard. You need to declutter it and take out the old ones. Right. So we talked about stress and we're talking about the journey from stress to authentic success. But I want to take a step back really quick and define for the listeners, what do you mean when you say that you're living authentic success? What does that term mean to you, authentic success? Well, if you ask me, am I living authentic success? For me, I especially put in my brand is living authentic success. It's not authentic success, it's living it, which means to me, it's a journey. It's a daily journey. It's a daily practice. It's a lifestyle to go from stress and to build that lifestyle that gives you that fulfillment, that fills you up, that fills your own cup before, you know, the oxygen mask that fills your own cup to have that courage to do that. It's a journey and living authentic success to me is living in alignment, is living and knowing exactly, listening to your intuition, going through that mud first, decluttering all that needs to be decluttered. And then from that naught point, zero point, plus one, plus two, plus three, I'm not living my authentic success every day at five. I mm. am living my authentic success and I know who I am and I have a vision, but believe me, I have a lot of challenges that bring me back into my old pattern sometimes. It's an ongoing journey. You've been conditioned for so many years. So it's an ongoing journey. But to me, living authentic success, if you can say every single morning when you wake up and every single night that you feel that you are doing the things to be the best version of yourself, to be in alignment with the closest to your heart, to your needs, to your feelings, to your genius, because that's what purpose is about. It's discovering your genius. What am I here to do? You know, the two most important days are the days that you are born. And the second one is the day that you know why. But that's why I'm saying that for me is a big part oh. of living authentic success. But you need to go through a whole journey I can get sick still. I mean, it's not as if, you know, my mental, physical, emotional well-being is all 100%. It is floating and that's life. We sometimes go, you know, into mourning and we sometimes go into celebrating. And accepting that is also living authentic success. Accepting the flow right. of life with the challenges and the growth and the trauma and things we can't control. It's when you are living in contraction instead to me living authentic success is reading is living from your body from the inside out Oof, i get goosebumps lindsay it is so <laughs> beautiful when you can understand that principle 
because I see so many yeah. people living in their head, living for the outside world. They think being responsible is doing everything what others want you to do. While we forget, and that's a first step, is to be responsible for yourself, for your own thinking, feeling, actions, but really sitting in the driver's seat of your car. So many of us are sitting in the trunk. I see it every day. Yeah, I see it with clients that I'm coaching. You know, you were talking about how you would have these clients come in who came to you for stress and they had the same issue six months later because the root cause wasn't being addressed. You're just treating the symptom. Is it fair to say that stress is when you're overwhelmed, you've got a lot on your plate and you're not really sure how to prioritize overworking yourself? And the authentic success is being able to identify your purpose and behave and speak in a way that aligns with your values. The most important thing and what you maybe can add to it in the middle, you touched something very important. Like we talked about the first 10 years of our lives, you know, when we are ingrained, your children, when they are ingrained, the conditioning that they are copying and that comes into the subconscious mind anyway, without even wanting it, we copy things and we take in things. And that's something that I found living authentic success means knowing those triggers. I have people with post-traumatic stress syndrome that subconsciously, like I lost my little brother, something about that, or if I was reading something or met a little baby that looked a little bit like my little brother, it can trigger the whole thing again. So it's often in the subconscious mm. mind. And I'm not talking now only about big trauma. Anxiety disorders often have to do with the fact that there's a fear that has been going on 20, 30 years ago. And now today, it still can be a trigger. When that's why I do also the hypnosis and the part where I go into the subconscious mind to look for the root cause of the problem. If you have a migraine, there's often a root cause of the migraine. If you have procrastination, there's often a cause for that. It's sometimes a protective part that makes you procrastinate. You need to go deeper and find out what your triggers, what are your profound basic needs. Your core needs are different from mine. We don't have to have the same needs and conform and all these things. So it's beautiful. It's one of the most beautiful journeys that one can do. You become a better parent. You become a better person. You become to love yourself and feel worthy, deserving. So many of us feel not good enough, smart enough, whatever it is. And so that's the biggest fear in our life is the fear of not being good enough. And that's how we have been conditioned. I see it even in my grandchildren like yours. You know, the oldest is six and five. If you see how they are at school, how they are programmed, I am really working on them that they are good enough and it's okay to make mistakes and, you know, that kind of thing. So conditioning is part of it and we need to uncondition it. We need to, in the mind, we need to make what is familiar, unfamiliar. Same with sugar. If you are used to sugar, by the way, eating sugar is being programmed from when you are young. Often it's because you've been good, you get something sugary. So it's all that kind of conditioning. That's what authentic success is about, is when you know thyself. And that's what I was trying to get to for the listeners. I wanted them to understand, when are you in a state of stress? When are you in a state of authentic success? And then when you talk about how you have to go, stress True. is negative five mm. and authentic success yeah. is plus five. You've got to go through the negative four, three. That's what I want to explain to them. What does it mean going through that? And I think you're saying, yeah, it means uncovering the root cause behind the trigger that you feel. 
you know, yeah. looking at your patterns and your belief system and all that, and even your habits. We have certain mm -hmm. habits that are just so conditioned that we don't even realize it. So you need to go and unlearn yeah. so much more than to learn things. It's a process of going inside and really doing self-reflection, self-awareness journey. And it's a discovery. And as I say, once you are in that journey and in that practice, in that lifestyle, you never want to go back. You only move forward. And every time your journey is continuous and consistent and it's absolutely beautiful. So, you know, a lot of our listeners are business professionals. We talk a lot about stressors in the workplace. So what would you say about finding the time or I call it work-life health, others call it work-life balance. How do you set aside the time and find a way to prioritize yourself when you're working a really busy demanding, got a family, all of those things. Yeah, well, maybe I can tell two minutes my story because I'm not saying that work was first, but I was for time management, my program. I always had a to-do list, you know, this and that and that. I've learned through my own story that it's more self-management than time management, that it's more going into yourself and seeing indeed what your priorities are. And that's what I've lived through in those years of illness and I don't want it to happen to anyone else because it is really frightening to lie flat on your back and not being able to wash yourself. But I just want to say that if you don't have time for self-care, that's when you need it the most. It's a necessity. It's not negotiable. To me, the cost, and I can say it from experience, the cost that you are going to experience of not prioritizing your self-care time, your work life, whatever you call it, the cost is going to be a million times higher. Think to do a 10-minute meditation or a five-minute gratitude journal or a walk of 20 minutes every day. And it's not just about that. It's also about the emotional self-care. It's a whole process, but it doesn't cost you time. It's about self-management. What is doing you good, finding strategies and going deeper and find within yourself, what is it that I need to find balance? What is it in myself that is important for me to do on a daily basis so that I am indeed fulfilled or feeling in balance? It's about your feelings and needs, mostly. So if you don't take the time because we all have the same time in our life, but we don't know when it finishes, but we all have 24 hours a day. In our society, it's time, time, time. You know what happens, Lindsay, and I see it in my environment for the moment. There are so many illnesses and cancers and heart diseases. And I see it so much that when people are confronted, and I had the same, with a serious illness like that, with a tumor or a crisis, a health crisis, that's when they realize what time management is and what work-life balance is. Yeah. And then it's often too late. That's why I'm mm. grateful for what happened to me, because if my body would have just continued then with migraine and whatever, I would probably never had my lesson. But my body said, stop. And I really needed to learn the lesson of self-care. And if there's mm -hmm. one person on earth who does the sport, who does the, you know, it's, it was me. It's not about that. It's the other self-care. It's the holistic self-care. It's being authentic and true to who you are. Not because the yoga class, because everybody does yoga, I'm going to do yoga. 
that's what we still do. It's the inner process of going to what suits me, what is best for me, what fills me up. It's a lot about energy. Everything is energy. Time management, self-management, it's all about energy. How to keep your energy on a certain level because you know that your vibration and energy is what you attract in the outer world. So if your vibration in your inner world is low, it's going to cost you money, relationships. It's going to cost you a hell of a lot. So you better do self-management and take good care of yourself to keep that energy. I kind of went through the process myself. And the question was, what is my purpose that I was asking myself? And I just want to clarify for listeners, it's not something you answer in a day. I ask myself that question every day for a year. Just spend, I would just say, I'm just going to spend two or three minutes in my head every day. When I was 30, my purpose was totally different from when I was 50. And it's still different now. It grows on Mm. you and it can change and life changes. It needs to change. It's so beautiful. But if people want, you know, you can go onto my Instagram or LinkedIn account. I love to inspire people like this. I met my show. There's experts from all over the world coming. Sometimes I make an show myself so that I give my message out there, what I have to say, or or something that I learned or something that I experienced. But it's the most beautiful journey to be on to me. I'm a fulfilled grandmother of four. As long as we're healthy, the family with 12 of us, and as long as we can create souvenirs, loving each other, that's also what it's all about, isn't it? It's not just about the purpose in business and my legacy in the world. I'm also leaving a legacy as a grandmother. My grandchildren, they can have their feelings and needs. I will do the best I can to listen to them, to make them feel loved, heard, understood. Isn't that what we all need? And I see in my practice, that's where it went wrong. A lot of people have not been heard, loved, seen, understood. That's where it all starts. So that's where we need to be authentic and start loving ourselves and giving all that also to ourselves so that we don't need it from others. Yes. Danielle, you started to mention it, but can you tell our listeners where they can get more information, listen to your show, like what are your social media handles, your website? Instagram, Daniel Sachs. I'm on LinkedIn, same name. Me, I don't think there's so many Daniel Sachs around. So (laughs) danielsachs.com, S-A-X, just a little (laughs) joke that I used when I was studying my physiotherapy. There were a few of the teachers when I did the exam who looked at me, Sachs, are you sure? Is it S-A-X? You know, and I used to say, yeah, it's not with an E, it's with an A. And so they laughed. And then I had a few more points already just by breaking the eyes, I call it. S-I-X on saxophone, actually. You can find me there. Danielle, I really appreciate being here. I think you have a very powerful message. Is there anything else, any other tips or advice that you want to leave the listeners with before we wrap up? I just want to say that the holistic self-care, as I was explaining it here, please see it not as a luxury, but as a necessity. We need to start working on prevention, not the curative way of, you know, when it happens, then I'll see. I mean, that's my message. I don't want anyone to live through what I went through. And so that's my message. It's that when you talk about these business people, you out there, I'm talking to you. If you are living in your head and if you are stressed, depleted or feeling a void whatsoever, please, please start doing the journey from stress to authentic success because it's really worth your while. Thank you, Danielle. Thank you so much. 
That's all for today's episode. To order your copy of the book, Refine and Grow, Lessons Learned on Navigating the Business World and access additional resources, head out to our website at refineandgrow.com. And tune in next week for an all new episode. Thanks for listening.